Hi, welcome back to Page by Page Pod with Sammy and Mo. Happy to be back. I know we had quite a discussion on last week's episode. Um, for the first time, really, really did not agree with each other. No, we were on almost polar opposite sides. <laughs> and from some feedback, people are enjoying that. Yeah. And we'll see, I guess, if we're on polar opposite oh polar opposite sides again this week. Yeah, I have a feeling we might be. Yeah. Um, this is a, a, a very new genre for me. Um, <laughs> for everyone who listened last week, we're going to be talking about Den of Vipers today, um, which is quite, um, quite the diversion from what I <laughs> typically read and definitely, um, much, we're just going to straight out say it much naughtier than the books that we have been reviewing so far. Yeah, so if you're not into a risque topic, this might not be for that. We're episode for pushing you. some boundaries today. Please get comfortable with us. <laughs> we hope you consider us your besties now because it's about to get raunchy. A little bit. And mom, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but again, today's gonna be a little bit of a spicy episode. Um, so I wanna dig right in. Um, between the two of us, we both read our fair share of romance slash spicy novels um you probably a little bit more than me Mm -hmm. so what what would you say your favorite or your comfort level of spice is in a book yeah so it's so funny I was just talking to my cousin yesterday and he is the biggest reader I've ever met like you look in his room and it's just walls of uh books and he also works in the library so he sees all of these books That's all the time the i know he's living the dream <laughs> um and he suggested me a series and i said to him i said is, is there any romance in this series <laughs> and he's like yeah there's a little bit and i'm like yeah one to ten <laughs> i don't know if i can handle that <laughs> yeah i'm like i need at least a little bit of romance in everything i read um and so if i'm looking at like our spicy scale I would like to stick in the three, at least the three range. Minimum three. Minimum of three. Um, I know I don't always get that lucky with some of the suggestions. From me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You don't Um, need to sugarcoat that. But (laughs) I look for a three in my own personal reading. Are you aiming for a three or are you aiming for more of a four and you'll settle for a three? No, yeah. So three is my benchmark start. (laughs) Um, And then. If it doesn't have a three, you don't like it. Pretty. It's just not going to be my Judging favorite. Judging by last week's episode. <laughs> it's just not going to be my favorite. If it gets to a five, oh, here we go. <laughs> but um, at least a three and then I'll be happy. Uh, so yeah, when he was suggesting the series to me, I was like, um, yeah, where where's that spice level? Is there any romance <laughs> I need to it? see a meter. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, typically I want it kind of right off the bat or at least it needs to be long enough that it makes sense yeah um and it's like and i don't want a fade to black all the time right like i'm okay with a couple scenes being fade to black and like keep moving on with the plot but if it's every scene like if you have a spicy 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 but they're always fade to black i'm like Come what's on, the point what's the point um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna benchmark myself at like starting at a three is what I look That's for. Bare minimum. Yeah. Okay. I think for me, um, I'd be happy with a three. 
Like three is my happy place. Oh boy. I'd be okay with like a 1.52. I'd be fine with that. Then I am so curious. (laughs) So definitely, um, uh, I have some things to discuss, but, um, pacing wise, I know you kind of touched it, but what are you looking for pacing wise when it comes to the spice? Where in the book are you looking to start getting it? Yeah. So if I think about chapters, I I think I average when I, when I read a book that is spicy, you're getting at least a, a spicy scene or leading up to a spicy scene yeah. every like five to seven chapters in the books that I typically go for yeah. that hit that three, maybe sometimes 10, depending on how long the book is, you might get it every 10 chapters. Yeah. But that's usually the pacing I'm looking at is like mm-hmm. anywhere from seven to 10 in that range. But you like it to hit pretty early. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be gripped really early with the the spice or at least like for me, I know female protagonists are like the thing that I'm looking for in right. books. So she at least has to have some kind of like notion yeah. of. Like she's talking about wanting to be with Exactly. Yeah. So I, I read a book recently where you didn't get spiciness until like actual like two people. Right. Until like chapter like 12 or 13 but she was having flashbacks of her other spicy scenes. So it was fine. <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh, okay. She's... It was enough to say. Exactly. And then we were good to move forward in chapter like 13 with right. the actual spice. Um, but with you being a one and a half or one, two, five, <laughs> uh, what, what is your pacing? I love a good slow burn. I can wait until 50, 60% of the way through the book Mm -mm. if it's going to pay off. Um, And that's to say not all of them do. Um, I would say a lot of slow burns don't pay off. Um, But for the ones that do, I just get so much of a thrill, like chasing it with the characters, especially when you get dual points of view and you just get so angry with the characters because the girl's like, oh, he's so cute. And the guy's like, oh, she'll never be with me. And you're like, you both want to do it. Just do it. But you still are waiting like seven more chapters until they actually do. Um, so I, like I said, I love a good slow burn. I can wait and wait and wait as long as it pays off. If it's not a fade to black, if there's like at least a page and a half worth of this, like, let's get it all out there kind of tension, you know? Yeah. I thrive on that. Yeah, you like the tension. I do. And I like the, like, I focus a lot of, yeah, I focus a lot of my um, books that I I, I tend to lean towards on mostly story with a subplot of spice, as opposed to, like, a 50-50 that I think you lean more towards. Mm -hmm. Um, I care more for what's going on in the story, what's the main plot, then I care for the spice itself, even though I do consider myself a smut advocate. Um, I, 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 I care a lot about the story. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this before. I read a lot of reverse harems. And so you get, I think, just a lot more smut in those books because there's so many people. There's so many people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you need to like, keep it balanced (laughs) or else it throws off the relationship dynamic so there's just a lot of 
stuff happening yeah. all the time. And then also because of that, like, it's also building the relationships with everybody too. So you get a lot more of the like, oh, he glanced at her from across the room earlier in the books right. because you have to establish all of those relationships very quickly. Right. Unless you're like, I mean, Den of Vipers is kind of long. Like, it's like 600 It was pages? over 600 pages. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's on a longer side for some of the reverse hands I've actually read. So... But you still read it in a day. Yeah. And I want to address something because somebody asked me this question. I was talking about what we were going to be reading upcoming. They're like, what's a reverse harem? So <laughs> if you don't know, a reverse harem is uh, one girl with many guys. So a lot of relationships, a lot of romantic scenes. <laughs> um, and so that is kind of this book in a nutshell. Not kind of. This That is this book. Yeah, that is this book. <laughs> And uh, that's a lot of what I read. I don't know what that says about me, but take that with what you will. Um, maybe I like a lot of attention. I'm living vicariously or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so if you don't know, that's what that means. And thank uh, you for clearing that up for us. I, I wanted to address that because I did get that question yesterday. And uh, definitely a difficult question to answer in front of your family. Yeah, but I got a cool family. <laughs> My aunt loves this podcast. She great. says she giggles at everything. Thanks, like, aunt. <laughs> great. Um, so being that you read a lot of spicy books, mm-hmm. more definitely more than me, do you have like a book or a scene that like sticks with you? Like a the perfect spicy scene or the book that culminated it all so well? I know for me, not reading quite as many, I have mine. 100%. I probably have two. Mm-hmm. For me, chapter fifty-five in a court of wings and uh, oh. or I'm sorry, a court of mist and fury, easily one of the absolute best spicy scenes of all time. Yeah, the way that that slow burn ha- again, chapter fifty-five. That's a that's really far into the book. Um, again, it's a it's a five book series, so is it really that far in in the grand scheme of things? For me, no. For you, probably. Um, yeah, but I loved that chapter. However, the other chapter that rings out for me, and I wouldn't say it's a favorite, it's just that it sticks with me, is in A Court of Wings and Ruin when, um, and this is spoiler alert, when the two main characters where I won't name any names because anyone who hasn't read the book, I don't want to spoil it just yet, um, when one of them transforms to meet the body type of the other. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that scene. I would not say it's my favorite because it's absolutely reckless, really confusing. It's a whole different point of view situation that you're trying to be like, what am I into that? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that in detail when we get into the Akatar series. But those two for me, love them. There are two scenes with um, my favorite character in that series yes. that stick out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one with the dining room table. Yep. And the one with the headboard. Yes. And those are, and I don't want to go Everyone anymore. talks about the headboard, though. If you've read it already, you know what she's talking about. If you haven't... Um, you'll learn. You'll learn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go read it. <laughs> and those are pretty wonderful uh, scenes. The other one that I'm thinking of... Uh, is actually in a book I don't like. Oh. But it's a scene that sticks with me. 
um, because it's like three to five pages. Oh, long. Long. <laughs> That's really long. Yeah. And I don't like that book because there's certain like aspects of like kink and stuff yes, yes. that I'm not into, mm -hmm. but the scene itself is three to five pages long and it just always sticks with me because it's so vivid. It's a lot. <laughs> and you're like, is it ever going to end? I don't know. <laughs> you're like, would I be enjoying this yeah. if it went on in real life for five pages? I don't think so. Because you're like... You gotta... That sounds exhausting. Right. And But I can't not think of it now when I think of like a scene. Because I'm like, I've never seen a scene. That long. That long. Yeah. I think... I and think I I've maxed you... out at like two pages. Yeah. And it's also just not realistic <laughs> because there's like five different transitions oh. that happen. And I'm like, you probably wouldn't feel great the next day. No. So. It sounds like gymnastics. It's basically like that. That's not fun. No. And it's like describing everything. I'm like, I can't. Okay. Yeah. My favorite is, is when they try to describe the like absolutely ridiculous position that they're in and you think you have an idea and they're like, oh yeah. And then he grabbed me here and you're like, wait, wait, what? I thought you were on your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that happens to me more times than, I, especially if it's like, he turned me around and I'm like, which way? Yeah. Where are you facing now? Yeah. Are you facing the wall? Are you facing the floor? Are you on your bed? What's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And that happens so many times to me in Den of Vipers. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. many times to me. It's like, we've talked about this before. Books are like movies in my head. Like, I yep. can visualize things. But when it comes to moving and the, the many, many, many different positions that will happen in one scene, mm -hmm. especially if it's a short one. If mm -hmm. it's less than a page long and there's like four positions that happen, how'd you get there? Well, I know in this book there is a scene that is at least two pages long. Yeah. Actually, there's two of them, and I, I'm... There's many. But oh, this book is intense, so I'm very <laughs> curious. Uh, again, I'm just putting this out there. This is not a discussion for the lighthearted. Not safe for work. No, definitely not safe for work, not safe for children. <laughs> I would say this isn't even 18 plus. This is like 21 plus. Like, you gotta... Yes. You gotta know, you, you gotta know some stuff. You gotta prepare yourself mentally for some stuff. You know, you hear about other books that have these wild things that are happening and I have a bone to pick with you about that. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. I know you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, you hear about those things and you're like, I would never, never, never. I would never do that. I wouldn't even read a book about it. And here we are. Yep, we're here. Sorry. I, um... I don't know if I trust you to, to suggest another reverse harem book to me because this feels like I started at 200. Yes. No, you did. It will. Like you, I didn't, don't, you didn't start me no. at like a solid 50%. You didn't start me at like a, you well, know. Well, here's the thing. Because you, you also only read like mobster ones. No. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, there's a lot of those, but they're not all. No. What I will say is that I thought this would be a good test because if you could finish this one, I know you can finish anything else. It was I a bit of a chore. I knew we'll if you it. could finish this one, you would finish was, anything else I recommended. It was long. Yes. And you did it. So I know we are good from here on out. 
<laughs> well, let's just get into it, right? Um, so again, today we're talking about Den of Vipers. Yeah. Um, quite the interesting book. Uh, like Mo said, it is a reverse harem. Um, it is also a mobster book. Um, our our lovely group of men are all in a uh basically a, a gang, a mob that runs a city. Um, so that's just to put it into perspective for you. Again, we have these characters that are in their, what, mid-20s, probably. Right? Yeah, mid to late, I Mid think. to late 20s, um, these four men. Um, and one girl who is their debt that they are going to collect. Um, her name is Roxy. I will have you rattle off the other four names because... I'm still whirling from this. But our main character, absolute main character is Roxy. We get mostly her point of view throughout the book. Um, Roxy is younger. She is early 20s. I think she's mid-20s too. Okay. Young-ish. Yeah. Um, she has lived quite a difficult life. She has a horrible human as a father. Um, and her father sold her to this mob. Yeah. So what we get in this book is her resisting the mob and then deciding that she doesn't want to resist them any further and you also are following the lives of this mob and learning a lot about the mob called the vipers and how they run the city that they're in so that is a little bit of an overview of the book itself we i'm sure we'll talk in vivid detail so i don't think we need much more uh but i will toss it over to you for our lovely chili scale uh, this is a five out of five. Broke the scale. Broke it. it it's actually, it's not even a five out of five. It's no. like a twenty-seven out of five. It's very, very smutty and very vivid. Very vivid. Very, very vivid. There is no breathers. And what I will say to you is, there are a lot of trigger warnings in this book. So, yes. um, there is, uh, you know, violence. There is you know assault assault of many different kinds yeah there's murder there's rape uh there is emotional and physical abuse um there is lots of death a lot of death so uh just be thoughtful if you do want to read this this is not a light book very heavy very heavy with a lot of violence mm-hmm. um so. i would say just as much violence as there is sex and sometimes violent sex. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I would say so. Um, what I would also say, pacing-wise, since we're on that topic today, uh, it starts really fast. Very fast. Very fast. Yeah. You get you get a couple of chapters in before it begins. Right. And it begins hot and heavy. Yeah. Like, very intense. And yes. you're like, whoa. Um, and then, so, with our chili rating, what is your overall rating? You're not going to have you with me. Oh, and I know it's not high. My overall rating is probably like a two at max. Wow, I'm surprised. Um, And that's me being really, really, (laughs) really generous. I did not like this book. Um, We will be plain, clear cut. If you are a Sammy, you will not like this book. I did not like it. I pushed myself through it because I I have not pushed myself through any of the other books you've recommended to me so far. (laughs) I knew we were going to be talking about this one. I knew you really liked it. Um, you didn't hear my rating. I did not like this book. Uh, if I honestly, I didn't even rate it on Goodreads because I didn't think it deserved a rating from me at all. <laughs> I'm giving it a two because I'm trying to be nice. It is more like a 0. 0.5. I actually rate this book a three. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a heavy on the smut. Mm. 
but the violence too violent isn't my shtick mm-hmm. and this is very violent yes like even violent during the spicy scenes right you don't get is, reprieve no which is not my thing like there are no like really romantic yeah scenes. you don't get like there's no romance in in some of the books that we've both read you know specifically on the fantasy side fantasy can be really violent but you always get that like soft squishy side of the character. Yeah, there's no soft squishy. Absolutely not. It like, is hard and rigid all the time. Yeah, no, this is like a really hard book to swallow. And I can get it to a three. I'd probably actually land more in like a two and a half, mm-hmm. honestly. But again, like I said, I knew if I threw this at you, any other book <laughs> would feel like a breeze. Child's play. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm serious. Yeah, this was... Um, I was actively thinking about it while I was reading it. I was like, I can't wait to tell Mo how much I hated this book. <laughs> um, I, I I started the book and I was about, I started the book right after finishing a book I, I really enjoyed. Um, I, I just began the Shatter Me series. Um, and I finished the first book, started this one because I knew I had to read it and I knew it was going to take me some time. <sighs> I was about like 3% of the way in and I was like, I do not like this book. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's early for me. I put books down really fast. I think my absolute record was 10 pages, but I, I, I made it about 3% of the way through this almost 700 page book. And I really did not want to finish it, but I also didn't want you to have to go through explaining a 700 page book to me and our listeners. Yeah. So here I am. Yeah. And I don't, I survived. What I want to do is be very cautious about the way we, we talk about this. Cause I'm very um, aware of who our listenership is. Yes. Um, and what I will say is I'm not going to go into depth about the scenes because we'll touch on them. (laughs) We have to. We have to, but they're very hard and I won't be able to actually make it sound not horrendous. I don't think speaking it out loud. Oh yeah. It's absolutely vulgar yeah from start to finish it's completely vulgar there is not a single page of this book that i think is appropriate for anyone under the age of 21 i agree a single page okay starts off incredibly vulgar some parts disgusting yep um areas of the book that downright made me want to just stop right then and there like not even make it through the chapter not even for me um, before we, you know, address spoilers or anything, I, I want to address that this book's plot was heavily overshadowed by its smut. Yes. And I did not enjoy that. It yeah. was, I'd say, honestly, 80%, maybe 90% smut, yeah. 10% story. Yeah. There was nothing about the story that made me want to continue to learn about these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's... Maybe it's I don't like mob books. Maybe it's I am not a reverse harem fan. I definitely have to give it another shot to know um, because I just think that this is not the book for me. But there was, and maybe it was because it was so, so, so violent. Uh, This was a book I did not care. Even 70% of the way through, I did not care about the characters at all. Yeah. No, I think it's also like... Each of these characters are actually psychotic. Like, they're full-on psychos. Including Roxy. Yeah, yeah, she is too. Yeah. Um, because she eventually becomes, like, the queen of the mob and everybody, or queen of the vipers. Right. 
and they all acknowledge her as the queen and she tells yes. them who to kill and when to kill. Like, that's the right. end of the book. So, like, and then, so the the four male characters' names are, and I'll go over why this is important, uh, their names. Uh, there is Ryder, Garrett, Kenzo, and Diesel. And Diesel is the most chaotic. Unhinged. Unhinged. Um, his name is Diesel because he is a pyromaniac, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is in charge of, like, torturing people for information. So that already matters. And his name is Diesel, so you can imagine what that's like. Yeah. Um, so his scenes are very hard to get through because he brings a lot of violence with what's happening, including some knife play. That's his favorite. And it's actually hard to read. Like, it's actually, yeah. like, I, I'm very happy I'm a skim reader <laughs> because I don't think I actually read. No, I read every second of this book. No, I did not. Because there I couldn't were, get through it. Towards the end, there were full chapters I was skipping, and yeah. they were diesel chapters. They're diesel chapters. I 100% skipped them. They had absolutely nothing to do with the plot. No. Because if, there was no plot, let's be honest. I could have skipped straight to the end of the book and knew everything that happened in between. Um, but I skipped many, many diesel chapters. I think if they were, if the author replaced diesel's chapters, like, just take diesel out. Yeah. Replaced him with more story right this would be better i think so and i think you get the most amount of story from Ryder. yes um and it's it's very early on it's established that Ryder like is the king like he's yeah. the one that everyone follows control freak yeah um and he is the the only character that i even slightly was like yeah i'm into him fine um however uh, that went right off the deep end gone uh in some of his chapters but really his were the like the tamer yeah he is the only one who really gave us story and he maybe out of the 700 page book had like 10 chapters like he did not have a lot of chapters it was it was a heavy diesel book it was so much diesel it was mostly diesel and then it was garrett and then we got Ryder, and least of all we got kenzo yeah. And I liked Kenzo. I like Kenzo. Kenzo had that little brother vibe. Kenzo had the, like, he was the nice one out of the group. Mm-hmm. And obviously. The gambler. The yeah. fun. The joker kind of thing. Yeah, feel. he brought the lightness to this very, very deep, dark book. Um, and even still, I did not care for him. I liked Kenzo. I was fine with Ryder. I kind of loved the Garrett arc. Yeah, I liked the Garrett arc. Um, I... Would have been happy if the diesel... Didn't exist. Didn't exist. I didn't need it. It There's there's a difference between a character who's, like, kind of crazy, kind of on the edge, and someone who is 100% psychotic, unhinged, should not be out in the world. Yeah. Horrible human being. Yeah, and that's him. And brings that into his personal life. That's him. And it was such a hard thing to, like, get over. Um... And he just, there was never, he never had a redeeming quality. He never had a moment where you were like, I feel bad for the guy. Or I understand where he's coming from. Never. Mm -mm. You get his backstory, tragic like they all are, because it's always going to be a tragic backstory if they're in the mob. I still did not care. No. I could have done the entire book without, I still probably wouldn't have liked the book. But if there was no Diesel, maybe I would have actually stood on a two rating and not my 
what I am saying 100% is a 0.5 revised rating. I think Diesel's chapters are there for, like, shock sake. Probably. And also to establish that this woman can take a lot of pain because later she gets tortured as a result of being kidnapped because of whatever drama is happening with the mob. So I think that was the only reason she's there, but you kind of already knew that because she was like abused as a child by this father who sells her. Yeah. Sells her to pay off his gambling debts. Right. So you already understand that she can do this. I didn't need it. And it was just vulgar. Like I said, there was, it was, all of it was vulgar. There was no... Every single second of it. There was never a calm scene with him. No. And there, I mean, there was never a calm scene with anyone. But with him, it was... You couldn't breathe, and it was not for a good reason. No. And it was also, like, even when there weren't active scenes with him going on, it's like he's hunting her 24-7. Yes. So you can't get out of his, like, that point of view. And... He's always lingering. Yeah. And that's why I'm on that, like, two to three yeah. rating. Yeah. Because it's just, it feels like vulgarity for vulgarity's sake. I agree. And I think it's, I was just thinking, you know, again, there are some books out there that are really popular right now that do have vulgarness to them, maybe one or two scenes. And that's okay, because you can skip them and and they're not part of the story to you, or you can just get past them and like breeze through it and, and... a lot of these, you go into it having that notion in your head of, I already saw on TikTok that there's this scene that I need to, you know, keep my eye out for and maybe skip it if I'm not ready for that. There was no, no rhyme or reason, no warnings, and way too much of it. There was, mm-hmm. it would have been okay if there was maybe one really, really grotesque scene, which... I am thinking of right now. I know exactly what that scene is. If that scene was the only one in the entire book. The one in the garage or the one on the table? The one in the garage. Yeah. I wish the one on the table didn't happen. If that was the only scene in the entire book where you got that unhinged. Yeah. I could have gotten past it. Yeah, same. That's exactly how I felt. But there was that one. There's the table. There's every single chapter you have with Diesel. You never had a Diesel chapter that did not have an extremely vulgar scene Mm -hmm. in it. And those scenes were almost the entire chapter. Because they were shorter chapters. Yeah, Yeah, they are. They're very short chapters. They're like... And I think I didn't like that either. Um, I don't... I, I have already addressed this. I don't love books that have so many different points of view and I think that's why I've stayed away mostly from from harem books um this was fine um you know you you can pretty easily settle into who the characters are and you didn't hop back and forth that often you stuck to Roxy most most of the time so I was okay with that but it was it was just the going into it and seeing you know Diesel's name on the chapter and being like well this is this is just going to be a waste of my time. And yeah. I still have to push through these next three, four pages, whatever the case is, because there are so many chapters There are, and you're constantly getting whiplash because every chapter at one point had something going on in it. Some sort of spicy scene. Yeah. I think if I were to pick my favorite Kenzo scenes were probably some of my favorite. Yeah. And then the Garrett scene. So Garrett has some trauma because... Let's just address our spoiler warning here. If you haven't read the book and you want to read the book, stop listening now. Come back later. Listen to what we have to say. 
but let's stop dancing around the subject and, and get into the nitty gritty of what's going on with these characters. Yeah. So Ryder, we kind of said it, is the king of the mob. He kind He's the oldest brother. So Kenzo and Ryder are actual brothers and their dad started the head of this mob mafia. Right. Whatever. Wasn't originally called the Vipers, whatever he called it. Yeah. But they inherited it because Ryder kills his father. Because he was a bad dude. Because he was bad and was abusing Kenzo and himself and their, and their mom and their mom ends up killing them killing herself early in their right. childhood which sets their own trauma and Garrett has his own trauma because he fell in love with this woman who is actually psychotic and tried to kill him um by stabbing him because she was working with a different mob yep by stabbing him a bunch of times and while having sex with him yeah while he was tied up and naked and while yes they were having sex so there's a bunch of like traumatic things yes. that are happening to these men and diesel his mom was a drug addict a drug addict but then was recovering Covering. and then she had debts to pay and her debtors burned down her house with her in it yeah and diesel got there too late and watched her die yeah in a fire and you think oh you gotta feel bad for the guy that's horrible no no don't feel bad for him Nope, because it comes out that he was the one that put the last needle in her arm. Yep. To kill her. Yep. Um, so just psycho. Uh and Diesel's thing is that he becomes like obsessed and infatuated with women, and like apparently this has been like a thing. So Roxy was kept kind of away from him for a while, but then she's like, No, I can handle him, and then there's a bunch of scenes with like him torturing her and there's a scene with her inadvertently stabbing him, and I won't go into detail there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very graphic, and it's, um, like we said, it's very, very hard to get through. Yeah. Um, and it's not my favorite. I Like I said, I wanted to throw the most extreme thing I could find <laughs> so I could then work me. backwards. Um, so, yeah, it's heavy. And Roxy... She's a badass, and I'm usually, like, really badass characters, but she's also deranged. (laughs) And it's hard for me to get behind liking her because she then just starts commanding them to kill certain people. Here's my thing with Roxy is she starts off, and she's a badass, and she's holding her own, and she's resisting them, and she's fighting them, and she's doing whatever so that she doesn't have to live this life with the mob. Um, And then you know, half a chapter goes by and she's like, oh, but they're hot. So I'm going to do them. I, well, what I realized in, is that she was taken. And then a week later, she has a spicy, like, it's literally a week in yeah. book time. Yeah. It's a week. I know. I remember. And because I, was like, I remember reading. It's not a month. Of, someone had said, one of the characters said, oh, in less than a week, this, 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 and this. And yeah. now I'm happy. And I'm like, no, you have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> That's how I felt. You're like, you're crazy. Yeah. You, 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 there's a screw loose. Like you're, there is absolutely nothing redeemable about any of these men. No. Doesn't matter if they're hot. They're hot and they buy you shit. Cause there's a whole scene where she gets like a whole new wardrobe because they're filthy rich. Right. Cause they're the mob. Yeah. And they just buy her everything. And it's like Kenzo's like ability to reclaim his lost mother. Yeah. And then suddenly she's like, oh, I love them. They're so good to me. And it's like, they bought you a t-shirt dress. 
<laughs> I don't, I, whatever, I don't get diamonds, sure. Whatever. They yeah. bought you a t-shirt dress and you're like, they know me. They know my style. And it's like, do they? Do they? You've been in their house for a week. A week? When I read that, I was like, oh, girl, that was, you gave it up way and too easy. And that was like 60% of the way through the book. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It was it's only been me, a week. It was giving me flashbacks to uh, Zodiac Academy with yep. their confusing timelines and like all this stuff happening in literally like half a semester at this college. I don't know. Um, that aside, I I could not get behind Roxy. I started the book and as soon as they went to get her and she like put up a fight, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Running her own bar. Love it. And then the second they got her, I was like, oh, hate her. No, I liked her. She destroyed the room that yeah. they locked her and in. Then, and then half a chapter later. I was like, what is happening? She was doing it with one of them. I know. And it was Kenzo. Let's address that. Which is fine. You know what? No, no, it's not fine. It's not fine. You're going to say, if you well, have Kenzo and he's the lighter one. No, because he wasn't. He was so, it was borderline rape. Yeah. What happened? No, it was. She didn't say no. And she addresses that. She says, oh but I didn't say no. I never said no because I wanted it. I knew deep down I wanted it. And it's like, but then why did you fight him so hard that he had to restrain you Mm -hmm. and you just let it happen, but also scream the whole time and make me feel like you are being assaulted. Well, and she was just into that. The funny thing is that apparently like Diesel's watching this whole scene. Yep. Happens. Diesel. He's being, you know, he lingers. He lingers. He's lurking around the corner and you get from his perspective that she's like screaming and like freaking out, but everybody knows that if she wanted to hurt them, she would have. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, I think at one point he was like, yeah, you were like throwing it back. Right. Like you weren't. Right. And it's like, it's that whole like rape fantasy thing, which I don't get and nope. I can't get behind. That's some people's stick. That's what this was. The it's- whole book. Well, the Kenzo scene specifically. Yeah. And then you don't really get anything from Kenzo for like basically the rest of the book. You get a couple here and there, but mostly it's him with the other guys. Oh, yeah. You never get Kenzo acting as himself, which is the... the, the he's not the softy of the group because he there is, is no softy. Out of all he's of them? He's as close to soft as you can get out yeah. of the group. Yeah. He's malleable. We'll, we'll give him that. <laughs> um... But you never get that from him. Like, you you start to see that he's that kind of character, and then you never get a one-on-one with them, with him being who he is. You only get that violent one, and then you get him being nice while the other three are torturing her while they're all doing it. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I can actively say I hated this book. I think I told Justin, too, like, as I was actively reading it, I was like, I do not like this book. And he was like, don't finish it. I was like, I have to. I was challenged. <laughs> I have to. Is it okay? So if we, if you took the violence down, like ninety percent, ninety percent, is it the act of more people, or is it the violence, or is it what? <laughs> if you could like pull out, it's hard to tell. Um, reason being, I there was basically no plot. In this book. It was 700 yeah. pages and the whole plot was that there was another gang, the triad, that was trying to take down the Vipers. 
But you only heard about that like every six chapters or so after Roxy got her ass literally handed to her um, in, I don't know, a sexual way to glaze <laughs> over it. Um, but that was the problem that I had with the book. I can't tell you because of the way that this book was structured if I have a problem with there being so many people because there was there was no redeemable quality to this book to me. There mm-hmm. was... You And then you got the climax of the story 70% of the way through the book. Yeah. And then you still had... 30% left. 30% of the book of literally nothing. Nothing happened for the last 30% of the book. Yeah, you're right. It didn't... Oh, the only thing that happened in the last 30% of the book, after Roxy gets taken, they save her, they kill the rest of the triad, then they just do it. And then they're like, ah, every single one of the characters is like, I'm going to marry her. And you're like, not possible, but sure. Say what you want. You love her. And she's like, I love them. And that's 30% of the freaking book. Yeah. And her like becoming, starting her own empire for some kind of food business. That they pay for. That they pay for. Yeah. Yeah. That was the end of the book, which I was pissed about. I was like, that's it. And her the like end of going the book with was them. the triad dying, and yeah. it should have ended there. Yeah, and it was, and it. then instead there was thirty percent of the book, and then the last page, literally the epilogue, mm-hmm. was them illegally marrying her because four people can't marry one person. So they they stole a judge, <laughs> and they said, "You're gonna marry us," and he said, "You know what? Sure." Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, no, and I was like. I wanted it to end after the explosion scene yeah. where, where Diesel like sets this big house on fire yeah. after rescuing everybody and everybody yeah. gets out. That could have been the end. Mm-hmm. And then there could have been an epilogue that was like, and we got married. married. Illegally. But Illegally. It, it didn't. And no, so, there was still uh, so much left. Yeah. So this was, I think this book is like, Again, vulgar for vulgar's sake and smut for smut's sake. Like, there's no... And to be honest with you, while while we had addressed that it broke our chili rating, it's way, way, way past any type of scale that you can rate smut on. It wasn't good smut. No. None of it was good. None of it was satisfying. All of it was angry. Yeah, a lot of angry, a lot of angst, a lot of tension. Yeah. It it I was know why. there was no reason there was no romance nothing there was, was no yeah. nothing there felt was literally no sweet. love and they'd like literally wreck each other in the bedroom and then be like oh, I'm gonna marry her and I'm like you don't act like it yeah you act like you hate each other like I would not marry a person like that unless no. I was clinically insane which all of them are yeah <laughs> the only thing I think was and it's not sweet or romantic at all but was the Garrett like. Helping him get through yeah. his, like, touch aversion yeah. and figuring that out. Right. Which is great that she put in that effort and, you know, Garrett, you know... Healed him. Healed. Um, but the way that they did it is... Yeah, honestly, it's not sweet. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's... She was like, oh, you have fantasies of me and I'm tied down? Tie me down. With and chains. With chains. Chains! Rusty ones that Diesel gave me. So they're also probably covered in blood. It's just so crazy. And you can, you know, hurt me and choke me and do whatever you want. And it's like, that's not... Yeah. You're helping him. Sure, that's not romantic, though. No. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's a two because I like a badass character. I like the mob idea. It's just so vulgar. 
I just, I, I, I mentioned this earlier. I want to throw it back to a couple months ago. We were at my, my kitchen mm-hmm. and we were talking about books and I was talking about a book that is really popular on TikTok that I wanted to read called Haunting Adeline. And I said, Mo, I really want to read this book. I think it's going to be really good. People keep talking about it. It's a death personified kind of book. I love those. And you said, no, you shouldn't read it because there's this scene with gunplay and you're not going to like that. And everyone talks about it on TikTok. And then you had me read this book. Yeah, but I didn't know what was in this book when I got it. I had no idea. I know you didn't. And then I read it. you still suggested it to me after telling me I shouldn't read Haunting Adeline for that exact reason. And then you were like, but she can take this up to like a 27 and read about knives and guns and well, things I think, that shouldn't be inserted into a person being inserted into a person. Yeah. Well, I also think Haunting, Haunting Adeline is on the same level as this. Yeah, I don't, I just. It actually might be worse because there's like some stalker stuff. Diesel's a stalker. Yeah, but she likes it. I know it's. I don't it's know if this awful. character actually likes. It. I'm. I'm reading it, and I'm gonna. Pre- I'm gonna preview it. Yeah, you're it. gonna read it first. I don't want to read it first. I know. I'm gonna preview it because, especially after this book, I'm gonna preview it, and then I'll let you know if it's something I, I can get through. I need a break from violence. Yeah. Whatever our next book is, I I need a break from violence. This was way way too much for me. Well, I know you have a book that you do like, um, The Invisible Life of Abby LaRue, right? Yes, well, it is my lifeblood. Well, I just picked that up, so I will read it, and then we'll give you a reprieve. <laughs> It'll be such a nice, calm episode <laughs> next week where Mo is telling me that she hates my book, and it's fine, um, because it's not a violent book. Uh, I don't always all all, read violence. I know you don't always read violence, and I know that you do read good books. Uh, we wouldn't do this podcast if you didn't. This one was, uh, it's going to take a lot for me to trust you on the next Reverse Harem book. And I understand you were testing me and and pushing my limits and challenging me. And I stepped up to the plate. You did. I finished it. And I bet you didn't think I would. No, I, I didn't. I finished it. And I hated it. And that's fine. Every second I'm of very it. proud of you. I'm very proud I of you for I can't guarantee this. that the next Reverse Harem or Mob book or both, if it's both in one I can't guarantee I will push through the same way because you know what I already challenged myself in a one <laughs> and at what cost <laughs> well you learn something every day <laughs> I guess you do anyway um, I learned something from this book I, which, I didn't I learned jack all I learned that some authors can really that was you know what before we finish up that was I think my biggest problem with the book is is What's what's her their name? K A Knight. Yeah. Is it K A? Yeah. Um, great job at detail. Mm-hmm. Too good of a job at detail. Yeah. Yeah. I did not need that much. I could fully picture what the garage looked like. Yep. I can. It's burned into. I close my eyes and I can still see it. Yep. That's not okay with me because I don't want to see these things. I should have never allowed myself <laughs> <laughs> to visualize these things, but I can't stop it. Yeah. My brain so just reads the pages and then thinks them up. The writing style. I didn't like it. No. No. And that's why I wanted to quit the book at 3% because that was before anything really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like Roxy's internal monologue. Why can't you get around the internal monologue thing? I hate when the characters talk to themselves. 
I want to hear their internal monologue as if I am their internal monologue. And that's not what this was. She had her internal monologue and then she was also talking to herself and saying, you know what? Yeah, I can do that. Or like saying like, F it, I'll do this. And it was her actively having a conversation with herself in her brain that I didn't like. But you like Feyre. Yeah. And they do that. Yeah, but not in the like playing off herself yeah, way. Not that playful like That's what this was. That's the same as Ruin of Roses. Yeah. Where they're like, ah, I did it or like, ha ha ha, I'm so fun. I I can't even give you word for word one of the things that she said. I this has been a great book for me to identify what it is about internal monologues I don't like, and it is when they are fully having a conversation with themselves. Like I don't I don't want call and response in an internal monologue. I want them thinking about what's going on and talking to themselves in the sense that I talk to myself in my brain, not having these moments of victory or whatever they want to say. I can't even explain it. I don't like it. I know you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. And she does she does do it a lot. And All I think- the time. I think I might read a lot of books that do do that. You like that. You had said that about Ruin of Roses. You liked it because that's how you talk in your brain. Yeah. I don't. I don't like, I don't give myself a mental high five for accomplishing something. And that's kind of what she was doing. Mm -hmm. I don't work like that. So I don't like reading that. That's interesting. I want to talk about that next week. All right, next week's topic, internal monologues. So we've we've covered that you hate this book. We've, mm-hmm. we've covered that it's not my favorite book. Um, and again, it just plunged. I wanted to plunge you into the most extreme. I was drowning. So that when we backtrack, maybe you'll actually like some of the ones. Because I've got two that I actually think that you were. You're just trying to brainwash me. No, no, no. I think that I have two that you'll actually really, really enjoy mm-hmm. because it's more romantic Mm -hmm. like the characters are romantic and they're more like is it mobs no it's not i don't think i can do another mob book anytime soon no i Um, think that was also part of the things that i didn't like is the even though there was no story to the mob i don't think i'm gonna get as much violence if i'm reading a book that hasn't that doesn't have to do with the mob i know i got a lot in in akatar in fantasy there's always a lot of violence but this one was no yeah this is like it's too realistic it is. It is. It's very I'm realistic. fine with violence when it's like, I shot him with a bow and arrow from the sky because <laughs> I have wings. That's fine. Because you know what? That doesn't happen. <laughs> but violence where you are torturing someone who's like hanging by their thumbs and nope. <laughs> yeah. No. Again, this one is like the most extreme. And I didn't know. I, I found it on TikTok. And was I'm... it one of those TikToks where it like gives you like a blurb no it was um like if you're looking for like a five out of five chili book ah. here's one and then you know me like i can't not finish a book right so i was like i d- <sighs> the garage scene was very hard and i almost put it down then and then i didn't and i was like okay maybe there's only one and then i can like move forward and i don't have to deal with this again and then the table scene happened and i was like i don't want to read this anymore but I have to keep going because I wanted to see what would happen with Ryder. That was my whole thing. And Garrett. I was, I was. You were invested. I was invested you on Garrett. You liked some of the characters. I liked Garrett. Yeah. And I wanted to get through Garrett. And unfortunately, Garrett's stuff happens 
towards the end. Yeah. And that was the only thing. Because I just wanted him and her, like, I wanted her to heal him. Right. And. And then it gets worse. Yeah. Because the whole thing is that the, the mob was after him and not the Vipers as a whole. Yeah. Which also was just stupid to me. Right. Stupid to me. Like, how, this woman that Diesel said that he killed because she was the one who tortured Garrett is still alive and is still after Garrett and also somehow has this other neighboring mob wrapped around her little finger and they're attacking Garrett for her. Yeah, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I understand that part. Why does this one woman have so much pull? I have no idea. There's no reason for that. No, I didn't. And then you hear about this random third mob that's like the Russians in the neighboring town. And they're fine with them. And they're fine with them. And you hear about them about 70% of the way through the book. And it's because they dealt with the triad and now they're like, oh shit, is this other mob going to come for us now? And then they call them and say, no, we're good. We're fine. You (laughs) stay over there. We'll stay over here. We're fine. So yeah, I don't know. I I could go on for hours about your hate on this book. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. fine. I did that for Belladonna. (laughs) Not that I hated that book. I think I rated that book like a two or a three too. Yeah, you rated it low. And I think this is the same. Yeah, we're a little bit closer this week on our ratings. I mean, it's still far. I'm 0.5. Uh, there was literally zero redeeming qualities about this book. Um, I liked Garrett. That was it. I was fine. And I was okay I with was Ryder. I was indifferent to Ryder and Garrett. And I liked Kenzo. I didn't like his scene. Or his scenes in general. Yeah. Diesel, you could have gotten rid of him completely. And I would have been actually more happy the problem is is that they were painting diesel as this like hero with the mob like the whole mob was supposed to be the heroes of the story and you have this character that is undoubtedly unequivocally a villain Mm -hmm. and he's cutesy like he calls her little bird yeah and i'm like and he like and he talks like a baby he had when he sets off the explosion in the house he's wearing a unicorn fanny pack yep and i'm like and I know that that was the author, like, trying to lighten this horrendously dark character. And we've been so all over the place with this whole review. But every time you bring up something else, I got to talk about why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. And I think, you know, again, this was me testing it. And I think also, because I know you want to read Haunting, Haunting Adeline. Adeline. Um, I'll review that before and I'll let you know if it's on the same scale as this. But... Because I think I'll be able to get through it without. Because you'll scar yourself. Yeah, I might I'm have scarred already you deeply with this. scarred. I apologize. Deeply scarred. It's going to take a solid like six or seven books before I can <laughs> let this one go. Um, but I'm glad that you're going to read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I hope that that is what we're talking about next week, as long as you can get through it. I think it's only like. It's not that long. 400 something pages. It's not that long. It's pretty easy to get through. It's a little bit time jumpy. I'm warning you of that now. And by a little bit, I mean... Completely. Hundreds of years. Um, it's Where like, do they start? Do you really want the answer to that? Is it this? It's the 1800s. It, fuck me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know now. Um, it's the 1800s. God, we gotta get one And then like can... a chapter later, it's 2014. And you go back and forth. Um, but it's really good, I promise. We gotta find a middle ground very soon. Oh no, <laughs> we just can't get on the same page since oh, we Akatar. Just, we yeah. should just get into Akatar. But it's 
it's a really good book. I love that book so much. It took a piece of me with it. I will probably read it again as you are reading it just because I love it so much, even though I read it only a few months ago. Um, but 90% chance we will be talking about that book next week. Mm -hmm. um, so that is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by D.E. Schwab. If you want to try to read along with us, read along with Mo. Um, try to pick that up. I believe it's still on Kindle Unlimited. Mo got hers at Costco. Um, it's at Target. It's really everywhere. It's a very popular book right now. Um, really, really, really good. I don't want to sway you with my own opinion that you already know about it. So I'm very interested to see if we disagree next week. Yeah. It might be nice to get something a little bit lighter. A lot lighter. For me too. Um, Cause this was heavy, but yeah. So to wrap this up, if you had to summarize in three words, your feelings on this book. Um, well, I guess I can't just say hate, hate and hate. So <laughs> I mean, you can, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with vulgar violent and unnecessary <laughs> i am going to go with heavy dark intense mm. and again i i would not recommend this to most of our listeners i wouldn't recommend this to anyone but that's just me <laughs> yeah i mean probably don't read this book yeah <laughs> <laughs> be honest i i don't know if i'm willing to give i'm not saying that it's the author but it's kind of the author don't think i'm gonna read another one of these books because i'm scared now there's also a second one coming out oh nope not reading it <laughs> not reading it what's the point i'm not reading it either what's the point I'm there's done. no point i'm done i don't think after this one i actually again i read this book and then i'm jumping now to the invisible life of Addie the roof so that says about how you need I a, felt about you, it. You read this book to take a break from the murder mysteries and the lack of smut that we have been talking about. And now you need a break from this. <laughs> yeah. It, like I said five out of five, but again, I think it broke the chili scale. So. Oh, so broken. Cracked all over the floor. Yeah. We're going to have to get a new one for next week. Yeah, I guess we're like mending it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the infirmary. <laughs> see where it ends up next week <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for joining us this week on page by page pod again if you want to if you have read this or know of it uh let us know reach out to us on page by page pod yeah. on tiktok on spotify uh let it rate us on, on spotify and, and let us know your thoughts and again let us know are you a sammy or a mo bye